Hello, and welcome back to The Bastard Children of Everreal, an Unbardoon adventure. My name is Quincy Duran. Allow me to refresh you on where our story last left off. Previously on The Bastard Children of Everreal, five seemingly disconnected individuals were given a summons to attend the reading of the will of the thousand-year king of Everreal, Everon Everreal. These individuals are yours truly. Quincy Duran, the human son of a dishonorably discharged knight turned bounty hunter, Abaddon Rinovar, the elf Eladrin priest from a noble house, Helena Elias, a human squad commander in the king's army, Tilda Elwin, or Fairfoot, the halfling orphan adopted by a not-so-noble noble family, and <laughs> Buddy Lucky Hands, the half-elf gutter rat. Answering the summons to the Keep of the King, they were greeted by Namanis Vespos, who sent them the letter, the steward of the Kingdom of Everwood. Upon a brief and not-too-happy conversation, the bells are sounded throughout the city of Everill, signaling the death of the king. Overcoming the shock of this alarm, they are ushered inside and into the king's bedchamber where his dead and decaying body lies. Surrounded by the queen, a child, and a prophetess giving last rites. The queen read the will. The will stated, that the five of them who were summoned were the king's bastard children, much to everyone's horror and confusion. Further, the kingdom of Everil would be removed from a monarchy and instead be broken up into six states, the six regions given to the queen and the bastards, while the city of Everil itself was given to the true blood heir, Herrix Halbin Everil, the child that was present. With this being done, they are given the titles Regal Prospers, and five keys are bestowed to them. The Queen and Herrix were obviously upset, and tensions rose. Then the Prophetess let out a string of prophetic numbers that remained a mystery to those in the room. Royal messengers barged into the room with reports from all over the kingdom. Exactly when King Everil died, a horrible black, purple, and red smoke appeared, and devastated many towns as monsters poured out of them. As they contemplated what this meant, a large boom was heard, and the smoke appeared in the courtyard outside. The bastards were given basic equipment to defend themselves, and they all rushed down. From the smoke, a horrifying creature, a conqueror of worlds, a mind flayer, stepped out. He introduced himself as Shavera, and told them that Everil was now his kingdom, giving an ultimatum to bow and leave or die. After some talk, Herrix joined them and denounced them. He exiled the bastards and openly shook Shavera's hand. They were warned one last time, this time Herrix giving the threat. Tilda and Helena bowed, and Buddy did it first, but being joined by his brother Quincy, stood up. <laughs> I myself was nearly paralyzed with fear. But Abaddon stood on his principles and would not bow to those who did not warrant it. And that is where we are in The Bastard Children of Everil, and the story continues now. All right, gang, welcome back. <laughs> 
All right. It's us. That again. was an awesome recap. Well, welcome back, uh, listener. Welcome back uh, to the five lovely players of this game. Um, what we're going to do real quick before we jump on into things is uh, go ahead and we're going to go round table real quick. Just introduce your voice, introduce your character's name and their general appearance real quick. Um, just so that we know their uh, racing class and which voice is playing who this session. Hi, everyone. I'm Jason playing Quincy Durant. Uh, he is a human bard with medium length brown hair, half pulled up into a ponytail with green eyes and a well trimmed uh, goatee. Uh, he's often seen wearing duelist attire uh, in the colors of Everill's coat of arms, the uh, yellow, green, and deep red of the Benefix forehead. He's often seen wearing a longsword at his side and a pan flute and catching criminals. Well, howdy. <laughs> That's my <laughs> character voice. How's ever Hi. I'm Chaz. I play a <clears throat> buddy lucky hands. Uh, <clears throat> gotta find the voice real quick. Mm, let me do that. <laughs> and we're back in it. Anyway, uh, buddy lucky hands looks like um Danny DeVito from Matilda if he made it halfway through P90X. <laughs> halfway though. Halfway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's about as the best I can say it. Just Danny DeVito halfway through P90X. Got some rags on him. He's got a, he's missing uh three fingers in total. Two on his did I say two on his left? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go back and listen, listener. You find out if I'm wrong. And <laughs> yeah, maybe he's missing some toes too. But you know, we'll find out in a later episode. Stick around. The the best part about being in a podcast is uh you don't have to keep notes. The the listeners will remind you. That's right. Hello. My name is Kate Harris. I'm playing Tilda Elwin, but she's going by Tilda Fairfoot now because she's done with her elf last name. Um, She is a halfling druid, and she is a short little thing with freckles and unruly curly hair, kind of wearing tattered, and you could tell she sewed her own clothes, but not well, and she has a scar from her eye to her mouth on her right cheek. Hey guys, this is Noah Carter, and I'm going to be playing uh, Abaddon Renovar. Um, he is a, a Ladrin paladin. He mostly carries himself in priestly vestments. Everything about him is gold. His eyes, his hair, even a little bit of his skin. Very finely cut, as it were. He carries himself well and has a life manner about himself. And that's that's what I'll be doing tonight. I, I have a question for Abaddon. Mm-hmm. Uh, if your friends all glittered, would they be gold? Mm. But only shooting stars break the mold. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is Tara Greer. Uh, I'll be playing squad commander Helena Elias. Uh, She is a human fighter. She has fiery red hair, hazel eyes, freckles, about 5'7", 
Uh, usually she wears her armor, uh, chainmail with the coat of arms of the kingdom of Everil. Uh, she may have to rethink that as the kingdom of Everil is no more. Spoilers. I'm not caught up. <laughs> oh boy, I hope you are. If this is the episode, your first episode, uh, you're, you've missed a bit of action. Um, but yeah. I, I was in a fugue state last time. I don't remember. There, oh, there's wow. really no point in checking out the previous episode, right? Uh, false. Check out the previous <laughs> episodes. Stay caught up, gang. It, it's it's called reverse psychology. <laughs> it's called gaslighting is what that one. Re- reverse psychology is one of those things you hear about in cartoons a lot, but it has no actual bearing in the real world. If it did, I would be fooled to do a lot of things. That's fair. Well, you're not cool enough to do Buddy Lucky Hand's voice throughout the rest of the tonight session. <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> For the viewers at home, Chaz is gesticulating angrily at the sky right now. Please never use the word gesticulating. Yeah. You'll see this lost footage. Yeah. Um, All right. right. Cool. Cool. So we last left off with you guys uh, in a in a bit of a quandary. And I really want to revisit that quandary for just a brief moment of getting everyone's decisions you all rushed down to the courtyard where you saw the beautiful red and black smoke pillowing out of the courtyard square. As the mind flare Shavera approaches out of it, completely naked until he, with psychic abilities, clothes himself within the black and red smoke, creating elegant robes, robes that he has used over and over again that you all can tell from this. They're pristine, however, he's used them a lot to conquer various kingdoms and worlds before. So, you all were given an option. Bow to both him and the Bloodborne son, Herrix Halbin Everill. And you guys were left with a choice an interesting choice, especially given the mystery that was given to you originally with the letter saying that you are going to be bestowed a great honor that King Avera Averill is leaving you property, riches in his will since he was on his deathbed well the king is no longer dead you all are known as Regal Prospers, or I'm sorry the, the, the king is no longer alive forgive me and oh, oh, yeah. that was a very oh, different campaign. <laughs> <laughs> he was resurrected immediately. No, uh, he he is dead. Um, but yeah, you, you guys are known now as the Regal Prospers, and you're still standing in the courtyard. You watch the handshake between Herrix and Shavera saying, You all will never have any reign in this kingdom. With that being said, we're going to go down this list again one more time in that same order that we did a minute ago. And, uh, yeah, figure out where it is that you're standing or kneeling. Quincy Duran, what did you decide? Uh, I was standing right beside uh, Buddy 
with my hand on his shoulder. Um, and I believe that Helena had joined us uh, by, by my side. And I remained standing, uh, deciding for myself that maybe this is my time to be the hero. Buddy Lucky Hands. Well, I, uh, <clears throat> I decided that I was going to, uh, well, I was kneeling and then, uh, I stood up to comfort my dear, I'm going to say he's my younger brother, my baby brother. And, uh, I stood next to, uh, Tilda and, um, the commander. Okay. Tilda. I was on the other side of Buddy, um also kneeling but honestly you can't tell because I'm so short it could have been a lunge who knows but I don't feel like Tilda has a lot of love for this land anyway and preferred to stick with a newfound family than go with a creepy smoke guy alright so Tilda kneeled but then stood up no she stayed kneeling but it's just, okay. just kind of short so Okay. Okay. Fair. Fair. Abaddon. Abaddon was towards the back of the pack, I suppose would be the best way to put it. And he decided to remain standing. He, I, won't bow to anyone that I do not recognize as proper. Especially for the well-being of this kingdom. He would be behind Quincy to the back left of Helena. All right. And Commander, Squad Commander Helena Elias. I stood with Quincy uh, until I was given an order to bow, and instinct and training took over, and I took a knee. Very good very good so it's already a party somewhat split here it'll be interesting to see what Shavera and Eric both uh what they both think of this alright gang y'all ready to start Mm -hmm. are we level one yet Okay. <laughs> so we so we just have equipment and stuff, but we're not level one. Correct. You will get to be level one as soon as you exit the corner. Quick, run. Yeah, yeah literally, a, just run. Just run. Run out the back end. threshold. But yeah. <laughs> All right. The choice is yours. I believe that we've made our choices. So, what now? Those of you... I would like to say that you probably back up to Abaddon, because Abaddon isn't back still. Um, Yeah, Abaddon would be behind you guys, so I'm assuming that you would back up almost just like comically like bump (laughs) sort of bump into him (laughs) alright now what happens 
dear Regal Prospers. League. I know which ones of you have bowed and which ones have not. Trust me, you will get yours. But I am your new king. For the time being. So leave. Helena stands um, and draws her sword uh, in not a super threatening manner, but it's clear do not follow. She's now got a squad that she's going to protect. Um, and she pulls the insignia off of the shoulder of her chainmail, just absolutely rips it off, decimates the thing. And she looks at him and she says, I have devoted my life to the army, to passing every test they threw my way, learning every skill they asked me to. I've trained hundreds of soldiers to serve. I've led tens of soldiers on the field of battle. Even if this insignia no longer stands for the righteous kingdom of Everell, at least it stands for that. And she takes it off, presses it to her lips with a kiss, tosses it on the ground, turns her back to the Mind Flayer, and looks at everyone else, making it very clear, I have your back, go. Well, it's been a quite a pleasure. You know, I'm going to miss the tentacles on your face. My liege, my lord, uh, your grace, your radiance, all your tentacleness, your hentiness. And, uh, you know, I am just going to be, I'm going to say all these things while I'm backing up, backing up, backing up. And I almost trip over Tilda. Oh, I'm sorry there, little girl. And uh, uh, little girl, where's the, where's the door? Please, where's the door? So the door that you're looking for is actually the gate back into the main city of Everett. That's the one. The one that'll get me level one. Tilda's gone. She's ready. She's bumped into Aberdeen. She's been tripped over. She's like, I'm done. I'm I'm ready to go. <laughs> Goodbye, guys. And can I say to Tilda in Halfling, hey, let's go. Yes. Here's my Halfling voice. Hey, let's go. <laughs> Whenever I speak Halfling, I'm going to talk like that. Canonically, Tilda's voice is just very high-pitched. I just don't have a naturally high-pitched voice. Without really saying much more, uh, he will take Helena's lead and um, just back up. Uh, No no sword drawn or anything. Um, But then he'll just follow follow out. Um. Abaddon will kind of round out the pack as they all begin to leave. Um, he'll keep his short, his sword sheathed, but will have his uh, shield at the ready. And just as everyone else crosses the threshold, he will kind of turn back and not even to Shavera or Herrix or anyone, but he'll just kind of mutter almost to himself more than anyone else. Be it mortal or divine, justice will be done someday. And fall after the rest. Abaddon, do you say justice will be done someday loud enough for your companions to hear? I would say that those closest, so probably Helena, I would say. Helena's definitely, Helena's waiting for you to go out, so she definitely would have heard. Yeah. 
Yeah. So Helena would hear that. Yeah. As the two of you, or as Abaddon says, justice will be dealt. Commander Helena and Abaddon of House Renovar both look up to the right and see the beautiful banner of Everett. You see the two E's that cross each other mixed with the gold, the green, the red, billowing in the air with the blue accents and silver surrounding it. Both of you have wonderful memories uh, in some way, shape, or form of the city of Averill. And now the stairs that lead all five of you down, it seems longer. It seems longer than what it was. There was a level of anticipation that you had whenever you came up these stairs just a few short, like an hour ago. Now, what's left behind you, you can see the flags almost seem to be flowing downward, not as elegant, not as uh, pure as what they once were. Almost seems like the colors themselves are rapidly fading, not physically fading, but you know what I mean, in the metaphorical sense, that they're fading away that whatever was in Everett no longer is. And now it's your time to to go on an adventure to hopefully save Everett. Shavera addresses the party one last time as you all are crossing that threshold. If I ever see you within this kingdom again, my brethren, will certainly feast on your feeble, young minds. Oh, he said I'm young. Quincy. Is anyone actually escorting us out? Yes. Uh, Vespos. Vespos is is walking you guys back around. Uh, you can see that Vespos has tears streaming from his eyes, and like his eyes are bloodshot. I will uh, say to him uh, quietly, um, Steward Vespos, I know this cannot be what you had hoped to happen. Sure not. Uh, is this it was not. However, I am the steward of the king, and I will follow orders. You were the steward of King Avera. This little twerp is not your king. He has allied himself. That monster. And you'll continue following his orders? To the detriment of your kingdom? Eryx shouts out for guards to follow you all before Vespos even gets a chance to really reply. He just says, My family has been in the service of the Everill family 
since its beginning. I will not let this kingdom fall, but I will also not disobey the true blood in Vespos, even a good soldier knows when not to follow bad orders. With that being said, the gate comes falling down between you all and Vespos. The keep of the king is now closed. Trade will stop in the middle courtyard. And as you're escorted outside, you're greeted by a group of people. Greeted by villagers and soldiers that are calling for the death of the six who killed King Avera Evelyn. Quincy. Uh, sorry, right before we were escorted out um, was the gate that came down um, it, are there like holes in between yes, like bars yes, or yeah, okay. yeah. Um, I would um, <laughs> to Vespos I would take out um, uh, well thank <laughs> thought I had something else but um, I, I will just reach out my hand and say, Vespos, uh, I don't really know you all that well, but I know that you're better than this. If, and then very, very hushed, if we ever make it back and we rely on you to, to be a um, contact resort, what I can. Thank you. And I guess unless anyone else has anything, we would then be like yeah. swept away. Yeah. Uh, Buddy had something, then Abaddon, then no, Abaddon uh, was for me. Oh, okay. Abaddon. Um, yeah, as as soon as the gate goes down and then he sees um, Quincy talking, he'll kind of wait, but as Vespa's, you know, kind of begins to turn away, Abaddon will kind of reach through the gate and catch his hand, kind of catch his wrist. Vespus. We will allow priests to be selfish for one time. Of course. Make it quick. Um, Abaddon will yank off his unstamped priest necklace. Pass it through the bars to Vespers. Give this to the Lady of House Renovar. Tell her and the rest of my family to run. Oh. And let go. Hands withdrawn, the chain of the necklace kind of trailing through the bars. Is broken. Very good. Buddy. 
as we are being pushed into the crowd and I hear death to the six, I look to my new found family and go, okay, here the Lord, death to the six, death to, we really got to get out of here guys, because the mob is a bad thing to be a part of. And I'm going to tell you this from experience, death to the six, we have to get somewhere lay low. I know so many sewers, death to the six. I hate those guys. Okay. So here's what I say. Let's just go into the sewers real quick. Do I recognize any of the soldiers in the crowd? Everill has so many soldiers, I doubt that you would. Maybe just like passing one. Um, yeah. So this is 100% a mob. Uh, and they are calling for the death of the six who killed the king. And there's five of you. Weird. Oh no, we have another sibling. <laughs> Dang it. Well, but besides Harry, this list is getting bigger and bigger. This little Herrick <laughs> isn't also a bastard because his mom went missing for a year. Who knows what she was doing up in there? Death Someone to read the their six. timeline. Death Very to good. the six. <laughs> um, weird eyes, and I didn't trust him. So. Uh, yeah. The So the crowd is, is shouting... Death to the six. The, the the crowd is shouting death to the six, not death to the five. Okay. Helena, Helena is going to immediately stand up completely straight, throw her shoulders back, put on her I'm squad commander Helena Elias, get the heck out of my way face. Um, And she's just going to go make way, make way, and sort of part for them to get through the crowd. Very good. Um, yeah, the mob is going to part for you guys, Abaddon. Um, Abaddon at the back will kind of lean forward to Buddy. I think your plan to hide in the sewers is a good one. I just, oh, you know, I think you have good ideas, Lord Budrick. Well, here's one. How about we just get out of here real quick, right? Lickety split and get ready to teleport if you need to, big boy. Um, are, are we still being escorted? No, the the guards have stayed within the keep of the king. I'm I'm Abaddon will just fall in line right behind Helena, keep his head on the swivel, but in line behind her. Sure, Tilda. Tilda is as she's moving. I'm like, yes, buddy, let's go, let's go. We're out. We're out. Death to the six. I'm gonna. Can I find somebody who I think may be, like, tr- clock someone who I think is sympathetic? Because I want to ask them a question. Sure. Roll for perception. Are we doing? Are we level stats? Are we level? Yes, one? we are doing we're level, level stats. Congratulations, you guys! You made it level one. Whee! How does it? How does it feel to become a level one now? Uh, depressing. Uh, it it is depressing. Yeah, this is an existential crisis. This is depressed. Remember what I was describing with the the flags? 19. 19 for the investigation. Wonderful. Um, the first person that you notice, uh, you notice a jester. Oh. Who is standing outside of the, uh, outside of the mob that is quickly sketching you all. Not the mob, but is sketching you all leaving. Death to the six. Death to the. Hey, hey, hey. 
I know you know where the part is. I know you know where the five. How do you know they're six? And who is the six? What are they saying? What are these people saying? What? What? You all look fancy. I wanted to sketch you. You left the thing. You left the thing. I wanted to sketch you. I look fancy. Thank you. I sewed these clips myself. I know. I can tell. Speaking Elena whirls around. Because it is evident that her squad is starting to fall apart. Are you stupid? Are you an idiot? Shut up! <laughs> I just rolled really high. I thought he'd be My friend is so confused right now. You know, so uh, she's high. Very. Like, so disturbingly so high. high. Can I just. I'm okay. really high right now. Um, Bro. Let's go. Let's go. I don't like what was there. what was your question? I didn't My understand. Question. She was asking you where the closest bathroom was. Oh, the closest bathroom? Uh that'd be yeah. in the keep of the king bar. Oh, dang it, you know that door's locked. What are we gonna do? Wait, wait, not seeing you. My assumption is Buddy has grabbed Tilda by the collar and is just <laughs> not that gone. much taller than you, so I know. I'm just like, okay. The second person who uh, catches your eye, Tilda, because you did roll so high, um, you do see a female elven guard, uh, one that Commander Helena Elias may also recognize, but um, is quickly making her way towards you guys. Higher or lower ranks than myself? Higher. Okay, so I salute. Hi. Who are you? No. Put your hand down. There is no need for a salute here. Look, not at this time. We don't need to bring attention to ourselves. Um, or do the other three of you join in this or not? Uh, Quincy is shaking their head no. Uh, Buddy is saying yes. Uh, Abin says no. Okay, cool. So to Buddy, Tilda, and Helena, um, the female elven guard introduces herself as Alua at Red Tree. Alua at Red Tree uh, reigns from Astera or the Star of the Forest, which is where magic is colloquially known to ensue. Um, there have been six adventurers or mercenaries that have been that have been accused of killing the king. However, one of them, a high elf, is very close to me, and I know that he could not have done this. So nice. Is that two the six? Death to the six. Death to the six. Death. I'm getting into it at this point. Death to the six. What is it you want us to do about that? Where are you all going? Out of here? So the sewers. Die. No, buddy. Not the yes, sewers. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, the sewers. Actually, My he's right. Brain. They are the least um, patrolled areas. Are you all under the impression we should be staying here and not getting the heck out of this kingdom? We need. Uh, listen, with the most respect, Abbott, and I'm going to let you finish that in a second, buddy. Oh, wait up, buddy. Here, uh, we are probably going to be caught on the way out by some guards who are going to accidentally lose us in a cell 
or just have us straight up killed. So I think the best way we need to go about this is we just need to disappear into the sewer so we can get out of the city proper. There's a lot of greats that are going to lead right out to the walls. That's not a bad play. Who said that? Oh, wait. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry, no. That was, that was, we are six. We are six. <laughs> oh, no, I want to. <laughs> that was my agreement as well with Budwick. I know some great sewers. You're going to love them. There are only like a few giant rats. It's going to be wonderful. What? Why don't I just see if I can get someone to get a message to some of my soldiers and they can, quote, unquote, escort us out? Because your soldiers are not loyal to you anymore. Exactly. Exactly what but, but Mr. How Lucky Hands is saying. Been in a squad? Because I assure you, my soldiers might take orders from the king, but they're also loyal till death. They're going to be more loyal to their direct... Uh, I have before, but that's because I was picking on some carrions to get some jewels to bomb. Helena. Yes. Do you care about your men? Yes then we shouldn't involve them. Fine, the sewers it is. Um, by the way, I, I probably need to uh, pay a visit to my my family's house. Uh, no. Is there a sewer? No, no you don't. No? No you don't. No, You're, we're gonna die That's true. if we okay. do not get out of this city. We are going, I don't, I'm gonna say this, I'm gonna huddle up. Can we get, can we get a bastard huddle real quick? Bastard huddle. A bubble. Yes. Uh, I don't think many of you guys have ever been on the run before, but if you are, if there are powerful people looking for you, you gotta disappear. You gotta disappear fast, or else you're gonna you're gonna lose more than just my fingers. You are going to. They're gonna cut out a tongue so you can never say anything. They're going to hobble you, which is you stick a plank between your legs and smack you. They're going to. Uh, they're gonna do anything in which way they can to make sure that your voice is silenced and your and anyone who would dissent because of you is dead. And I don't only have the guards and the kingdom coming after me. Now that my name is out there, I have other people who would very much like for me to come home, and I don't want to do that. So oh, the faster we can go, the better. I would love that. All right. Alua, and, uh, yeah. Uh, Ayua at Redtree uh, leans in. <clears throat> Look, if you all are heading towards the sewers, the best shot that you have, make it to the most southern portion of Everill as soon as you can, by way of sewer, then take the southern exit out. I can make sure that there are no guards that stop you from making your way into the Red Benefits Forest once you all reach the sewers in two days. Inside. Uh, I was about to yeah. say inside yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. Roll for insight, all of you. I'll take the highest. Not me. Well. Oh, no. Bad natural. Oh. <laughs> Thank God. What? The, the highest was Helena with the 17. Oh, okay. Um, no. Uh, she looks directly at your eyes, Helena, and uh, you can see just her eyes seem to be trembling in fear, and she is 100% genuine. And also, she's of the clan Red Tree, uh, and the Red Trees are very well known for the Red Benefits Forest. You know, that's just a family that's in there. 
uh, you can absolutely trust that she may have arrangements for you once you get to the, uh, once you, you know, begin your journey into the woods. Fine. We take the sewers to the southernmost point of Everell. We take the southern accent into the Red Windows Forest. Fine. Um, and you will have no guards stopping us along the way. Fine. Let's go. One last thing before you all leave. I have heard tell from some of the patrollers of the Red Benefix Forest that there is some sort of insect plague and their rotting of trees within the Red Benefix Forest that seem to be coming from an opening of the, what they're calling a red, purple, and black smoke out of the forest floor itself. If you all can, once you reach the forest, if you can help us eliminate whatever that is, and hopefully if you see them, then you will eliminate them, but if you don't see them, then that's equally just as good for you all to get out of here as quickly as you can outside of the city. Woke up in a gutter this morning, carrying a mind flare plague tomorrow. We're leveling up in this world, baby. Come on, Nantucket, let's head to the sewers. Abbott and look at Alua. Gods and time willing. We'll do our best. But that's all I can say for now. And we're off to see the sewers, the wonderful sewers. Of yes. <laughs> yeah, probably best we go ahead and go. Um, yeah. Okay. Can we get a montage in music to go like of like sneaking through the city and then just like lifting up a sewer and then it's like uh, everyone else is just like oh gross and I just take a break oh yeah and just hop in <laughs> uh, we'll see about the music side of that uh, Troy can we get some uh, <laughs> can we get some good music for a uh, travel montage to the grade of the sewer gotta be a montage hold on let me get my actual pan flute IRL oh my gosh I do actually have one yeah. Okay. So we're not doing that. Uh, okay. That's going to make Aww. mixing horrible for me. <laughs> so, um, and Chaz has one too. That's great. Or an actual flute. What on earth is happening? Okay. So <laughs> you all, uh, you all, again, this is pretty early in the morning. Um, or it, it's now getting closer to like noon or so. Um, Daylight is drawing. The city itself looks beautiful. People are bustling around. You hear whispers at every turn from different people saying, the king is dead, but he has a son who's taking over? Well, at least it's still Everill. Gosh, I hope the city stays as prosperous as what it has. Of course it will. Of course it will. We're talking about the son of King Avera Everill. He is trustworthy as his father was. I'm positive of it. You hear these murmurings uh, all throughout as you're going into, uh, as you're making your way through the city until you arrive at uh, at a sewer grate that is within the most uh, the the most inward facing wall uh, that leads to the keep of the king, uh, which you guys are now out of and everything. Um, but that sewer grate leads to the rest of the city, which follows the Everill map pretty much down to a T of uh, of how to navigate through it. Buddy, I'm I'm going to point to that and go, "Hey, uh, Abaddon, what is one of what are one of those things called again? Like the bars and stuff? 
Uh, great. Yes, they were sure are, aren't they, buddy? <laughs> that was that was pretty good. Yeah, uh, that, that I, I like that. Uh, yes, yes. To the poop. Uh, you guys go in. Yeah, hundred percent. Is is it easy to move, or we gotta struggle with it for a few? minutes? No, you gotta struggle um, with that for a second. It's a great. It's a so, super great. So, hey, Tilda, uh, do a strength check. I, Tilda, I Tilda. would like to try and and uh, lift it off. I'm not. Can gonna I help assist. him? Yeah, I was about to say. Let's let Quincy see what he can do with it first. Okay. Uh, yeah. Athletics? Uh, yeah, athletics. So you get your strength in there. Well, total um, 16. Ooh, total 16. Um, I'm going to say it budges a little bit. Maybe having some extra help from somebody would go along. Okay. You uh, Use yeah. your legs. Can I can I roll with advantage then? Uh, if you're getting help from uh, Helena, yeah, roll with advantage. Uh, so that is then a nineteen. Nineteen, love it. Yep, that's going to be enough to do it. Uh, the grate moves away. It does create a bit of a commotion, but mostly the area that you guys are at uh, stays relatively un. Uh, uninhabited just because it's next to a sewer grate people are dumping their stuff there and everything so they're trying to uh like you're not going to find a bakery right next to it you know what i mean as i'm struggling with it wow they really just dump anything on these things i know isn't it wonderful as soon as he says they dump almost anything in these things uh yeah you all are hit with the foul reek of sewage um oh but not just sewage, but like also like the sewage that kind of smells like mulch. You know what I mean? Like mm. it's a little bit more acidic smelling. Um, yeah. Lovely. This is what we saw. Elena seeing that Quincy is struggling with the great like kneels down and they, you know, lift in unison with their legs. Don't worry. All Ganks rapidly with their back. <laughs> <laughs> I actually just put it on my lower back and just Gyrate Ooh, like little... sloth and goonies <laughs> when he's holding up the uh, uh it, so inside the sewer is it uh, I'm assuming it's pretty dark. There is a there is a ladder that leads down into it, but yes, it is pitch black dark, uh aside from the lights of other storm grates that would be shining lights periodically. But I mean you're talking about going fifty yards without seeing light for a while. Uh, actually, let me get this question out of the way first. Who all has dark vision? Three out of the five just raise their hands. So, That's great. so to in in answer to that, Quincy will uh, draw his longsword um, uh, out of his scabbard, and then we'll just run his gloved hand along the uh, length of the blade um, and cast light on it, um, where a brilliant green light uh, emanates from it. Ooh, a brilliant green light. What kind of color of green? If you don't like, what shade of green? Like oh, the like the the Everill, uh color. Oh, okay. Yeah, almost like a chartreuse. Um, so with that, uh, he will kind of lead down into the sewers, uh, presumably right after Buddy, because this is Buddy's home. Are you sucking up to our dead dad with that color? I just like the color. I 
All right. Little, little much. Little, little much? What do you mean? It's a color. I mean, it's like the whole sigil color. Like, oh, look at us. We're the Everills and we're the Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right, fine. And then I'll run my hand over it again and then change the color to like a black light. Um, well, don't change it. Oh, now, oh, God. It looks, it looks like a Jackson Pollock painting in here right now. <laughs> oh, oh, ah, oh, okay. I Probably not the best color for that is in my that I got from my inventory. Here's a normal torch, Quincy. You can, you can use <laughs> no, no, I am committed to my bit. Okay. He has used a spell slot, dang it. No, it's a cantrip. It's fine. Never mind. <laughs> oh, duh, you're casting light. Never mind. <laughs> Buddy, I assume yeah. you can get us through the sewers to our exit point? Oh, yeah. Right. I know these sewers like the back of my three-fingered hand. Uh-huh. How long is that this going to take? Where are we in relation to the south? few hours, probably. One hour, two hours, maybe, give or take. Fantastic. Depends on how many how much sightseeing you want to stop and do on the way. None. Thank you. Alright, you're missing out. Abaddon. So are, have we made our descent down the ladder at this point? Yes. I know sense of smell is totally out of the question in terms of perception, but are there any unusual sounds at this point? No unusual sounds that wouldn't necessarily be there otherwise. Like, you hear rats scurrying and everything, but you don't hear anything particularly malicious. But not the giant rats, just regular-sized rats, because that's what Abaddon was worried about. <laughs> right. These are more, uh, R-O-N-S. Rose, rodents of normal size. size. Yeah. Rons. Rons. <laughs> oh. You see a red-haired rat that runs oh. by saying that its name is a weasel. Uh, it runs by. Um, question for DM. Uh, sure. the, does, does Quincy know any folk tales about the sewers? Any folk tales about the sewers? Yeah, like uh, stories that keep children up at night or uh, any songs <laughs> that have been written about the sewers of Everett <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Probably no? not. There, no. There's no like specific uh, creatures that live down there. There, there are specific creatures that live down here, but it's not talked about. Okay. Oh, anyway, you know, I've heard just a make song one up. about this short little gremlin who lives down in these sewers, who has like a mangled hand, who sneaks out and will steal food out of the <laughs> garbage you cans of songs about some yourself. people. Oh, oh my god. People don't sing those in the taverns. People do me, that. Isn't it? Oh my god, I'm the gremlin of the sewers. Since but I hey, you have a song written about yourself. That's pretty cool. So I don't you know. have it yet because I'm not level two anything. But based on backstory, I have an affinity towards animals helping me do things. And I have high yeah. handling. Can I... I can't technically talk to them just yet. But can I kind of check to see if I, I obviously there's rats can I see if there's any rats and be like I know Buddy knows the way but can you help us go south and see if they will help us out or maybe alert us 
to any sort of danger? Sure. Make a persuasion roll off of a, uh, so, okay. So what you see is a large rat, but it's a large mother rat, clearly with children on the way. Ooh. So just sort of hobbling around. Can I get near it and just... It goes... You know, when you like, you stick your hand out for a cat to smell your hand. (laughs) And it goes... I'm a friend of yours. Everyone watch this. We're about to watch someone contract rabies. Hey, rat. Hey, rat. (laughs) I don't speak rat yet. I think... Can I plop some food and be like, take us out? Between... Might as well food. Two, oh my gosh. <laughs> Between two shriveled paws, uh, you're able to see it just uh, uh, immediately begin to devour this piece of presumably bread or cheese or whatever it is. Probably bread. Most likely that's what I would have. Eaten. Yeah, just, just a piece of bread, um, some sort of pastry or whatever, um, that just ends up shoving the entire thing basically in its mouth with one go. Um, but uh, immediately then picks up its nose to smell the faint air around you um, and uh, and looks directly at Buddy for a second. Uh, looks between Tilda and Buddy for, for a brief moment. Um, yeah. And uh, just waves sort of her hand towards Buddy's uh, coat pocket. Oh, no, Doug it. Please tell me you're not father to these little rat children absolutely not i'm i'm sterile um can i make some sort of check because is this normal rat behavior or is what this check more would you like to make uh, these are this is a sentient rat for sure this is a sentient rat oh it is okay yeah yeah there, uh, there's no check needed for that this is a sentient rat roll for can rat. i well, can I roll for insight to see if it's truly a rat or is someone disguised as a rat? Um, yeah, roll for insight. <laughs> uh, four. I think he's talking. It's a rat. Nice. <laughs> Nantucket pops its little head out of my pocket. I forgot you had your. I forgot you had Nantucket. Um, is that your rat's? Um. Baby mama. No, Nantucket's also sterile. Oh, okay. Good, good. Uh, I, I'm not, not like good in, in that. No, I'm just going to stop talking. No, the, uh, no, there's a, the guy who runs the uh, game shows down at the Coliseum, uh, Bobius Barker. He, t- he told me to spay and neuter, so I made sure that I did. So the, the rat just sort of waves as though it's like a familial wave, not like a flirtatious wave or anything. Just like, oh yeah, I know Nantucket. We've seen each other for, you know, an amount of time before. High school. Yeah, yeah they went to yeah. high school. I say we follow this rat. And I give it Is a it, piece of bread. Immediately just. <laughs> All right, buddy, hop on in. And I open up my pocket like a kangaroo welcoming a joey. And uh, we're heading down the sewers. We're, you just, that, with every step. Very good. As that's happening, um, I'm going to give you guys this moment uh, before we do any sort of fast traveling or anything like that through the sewers to actually give some character building moments to go ahead and introduce yourselves to each other because we really haven't done that yet. Um, 
you all know each other by name and maybe like one thing out of what we discussed in the five tiers before, like, oh, who are your parents? Like, well, I know them, you know, this, that, and the other. So just go ahead and take this time to go ahead and, you know, actually introduce yourselves. You're, you're siblings at this point. Barefoot, who are you running from that's chasing you across, um, sewers? My family. Um, I am adopted by the Elwyn family. You probably have heard of them. They are charitable and oh so smug. And they weren't the greatest adoptive parents, so I had to leave. Um, there's some other things that happened, but it was not a good place for me, and I needed to get out as soon as I could. So I spent a lot of my adulthood after spending my whole life in that household kind of in the streets in the taverns and the woods not the woods the streets and the taverns hiding from them but now that my name's out there's not many tildas in this area so i know like eight just off like back of my hand one for each finger you know i know so many tildas but you're missing three fingers can they really drag you back aren't you an adult yeah that's eight isn't it if i have been doing math wrong this whole time I'm great at English. I'm bad at math. What, Helena? Can they can they really drag you back? Aren't you an adult now? Why do you have to continue to run from them? Oh, my adulthood means nothing to them. I am a person for them to do their bidding, to live in their household, but in public to make it seem that they are the kindest and the most charitable of the high elf family. And get them political power because oh I have taken in this poor little halfling girl look at her how sweet when in fact I was no more than a slave so this scar you see was from them there's others and they don't care much for my autonomy or my thoughts and they have too many hands in other people's pockets for anybody else to do anything about it well, I think you found a group that's willing to do something about it. I'll make sure you keep your autonomy. I'm trying to get out of this town. Mm. Can you describe you that think... scar real quick? I'm sorry. Can you describe that so, scar? So, the scar is from the top, like, part, yeah, the top of her right eye down to her cheek. Basically, outside of role-playing, she did something wrong, like, served her adopted mother something wrong and she just like went to slap her but had a knife in her hand at the same time and so it just caught her face yikes okay cool that's that's nasty that's right oh there's more there's more they're just yikes. not visible we you you think that uh to give off the charitable vibe they they could have just gotten a animal shelter or something like that um that's horrible too Something like that. It's okay. It taught me how to survive and taught me to not really trust many people. So that's why I only trust rats. I, also, same. I learned a lot from animals. It kind of I, got me to where I, they actually helped me escape. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you experienced something like that, especially in a noble house. They're meant to be. Exemplars, not lessons on 
the devils of our nature. Hmm. Abaddon, I think coming from a noble house has sort of skewed your perspective a bit. Yeah. Perhaps. Let's talk about me. What about you, priest boy? Abaddon, I've got a question if you've got an answer. All right, one at a time, but yes. Oh, Isn't it Abaddon, I also have a question. Uh, Quincy, I'm more than prepared. You first. You're right. You're first. Right. No, I, I was just, I was just uh, messing with him. Well, that's disrespectful. How dare you? He's your brother. You should not now. be disrespectful. We treat <laughs> each other go. with respect in this family, in the Lucky Hands family. All of you are Lucky Hands now. No. 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 I'm alright. That's not that. how any of Listen, this works. Abbott and Lucky Hands Renovar. Uh, why, why, why do you carry around a blank thing like a little little amulet with the, that's weird like you haven't chosen a god isn't that kind of like a messed up like aren't you like I don't know looking for like hey who am I going to worship today because it's kind of yeah. disingenuous yeah I thought that the gods were after like dedicated people yeah devoutness the sect that I'm from believes that every priest is chosen by the god, not the other way around. Perhaps... Some like adopted? Some more fortunate ones, yes. But there could be signs of miracle or representations of that god's divinity found in life that draws a priest to that god. I just hadn't found mine yet. Or... So instead of declaring, I'm going to worship this god, please bless me with your powers, you wait for them to bless you with their powers, and then you declare for them? That seems quite self-centered. No, it is not. It does, thank It is not a blessing of power. It is a recognition of our fragility as mortals. So because you are more fragile than other mortals, they give you special advantages? No. I don't know, like, all the gods kind of seem like, if if you're waiting to be, you sound like a pick me right now, honestly. Now, I, unless I it's my boy. My, yeah, you know, yeah, just, you know, let's be real. The ghoul, the coolest god is Jazir. Just go with, go with her and you're set, you know? She's cool. It's not my place to pick my god. I mean, is it kind of like a, um, uh, no cleric left behind sort of thing? Or I, I just don't get it. But uh, to, to each his own, I guess. And you're a pat, you're a, a warrior, right? You're supposed to be like a like a holy knight. Indeed, yes. And they like once they choose you, they like bless your sword to like smack down some heaven on things. Like, I no. don't know. <laughs> A paladin draws his strengths from the oaths he weaves into his being. A from priest, the oaths he weaves? Why are oaths. you weaving oats? Well, you know, I could have a hungry horse. Sounds like that game. you don't need that many oats. I used to love that game as a child. Hungry, hungry, hungry horses. It's so fun. It's so, I played it once. Uh, it was the only someone left in the trash. Speaking of trash. Buddy, why do you know your way around the sewers so well? I live down here. What do you why? mean? What do you mean, why? If I'm going out, I owe a lot of people money. I owe a lot <laughs> of people money. I owe, I owe so many people money. I even 
like I don't know. The I'm, I'm missing three fingers. I'm just learning that seven and not an eight. Today I learned. Uh, no, like I owe like any gangster down in Everill, I owe money. I even accidentally like I don't know. I might have sold my soul one time. I have no idea. Wait, why did uh, you not just leave Everill then? But what? There's nothing outside Everill. What are you talking about? Well, I, I hear that Uto is up and happening these days. Um, is is that the place I was given? No, Uto's no, different no. from Everill. No, you were you were given uh, uh, the you you the Uto where the where the the Mormonians no, are. No, you were given the Eastern Arm, I believe. I, I believe Tilda was given Utosu, uh, which was oh, the path was. to Uto. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, uh, Anyway, you know, so you just get into cards. I love cards. I love playing dice. It's just so much fun. Uh, anyway, you know, I've I've bet I've lost so much money, and I won't. Buddy, do you play chess? Dragon chess? Oh yeah, I'm great oh, at I, chess. I play chess as well. Fantastic. Uh, we play uh, well, we play back of my back in my neck of the woods. We play something called street ball with chess. What? Elaborate. It's shirts and skins. And uh, if you take someone, if you take a piece, like that's how many times you get to throw a knife at them. Like a pawn is one, uh, a knight is two. Uh, but the, if you take the queen, you get to throw ten knives. Buddy, when we get out of this sewer, we're going to have to play that. It's fun. It's fun. Trust me. It sounds me. like it. I'll be nearby with bandages. Because I will not be joining in that that game of chess, but. Um, we can play. We can play, Quincy. But Quincy, you're rich. Why are you trying to be like some kind of like vigilante? I'm sorry. <laughs> I did not get the memo that I was rich. I thought you were one of from a, like one of them rich families. I like uh, like evidence. um, no, uh, no, bo- like bo- no, both of you are from rich families. Right? Well, well, I used to be, um, but I don't know if you remember about. 16 years ago, the Durans kind of fell out of favor with the king. That was you. That was that was your, your, your branch of the Durans. Your father? Hold on, buddy. Hold on. <sighs> your father was Sir Duran. Oh yeah, yeah. That was that was uh that was my father. Well, not really, I guess. Oh well. Wow. Sir Leopold Durant, That's. Oh yeah, but he's not your dad anymore, is he? That's kind of nice. I I mean. He wasn't terrible most of my life. To um, be fair, what I've heard about Sir Leopold, he looks like that right there, and I just point down to one of the turds that were passing in the sewer. Okay, that is a disservice to to him. Uh, he was a fairly good-looking man, uh, I think I remember, but... Didn't you have, like... Don't you have sisters? Um, One sister, one brother... And my mother still lives in town. I-, I wanted to try and warn them before things got out of hand here. Hmm. Perhaps um, we can deliver a, get someone to deliver a message once we're ooh, outside wait. the forest. Can I? This is a stupid idea. Oh boy. Can I pull out? Uh, do you have any paper you can write on? Uh, yes. Why? Can you? If you write a warning, maybe. I can send my our little rat friend to your family home, like a messenger rat. 
do do we trust a pregnant rat to deliver a message to a? Who said she, this rat is not this this ragnet? This ragnet. This, this rat, rat, is, rat is not pregnant. Ragnet. It's a ragnet rat. This is not a pregnant rat. I don't think you understand the anatomy of rats. I'm pretty this sure it's a chunker. This, 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 never mind. He, he I did describe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, on the face, he's an old lot. He's coming. He's not. Are you talking about Nantucket, or are you talking about? Are the are other rat, the one that we found? Yeah, yeah that she's one's hundred percent pregnant. pregnant. Oh, well, I was calling her. I thought you know I was going to call him. Uh, uh, what is the one, uh, uh, Mr. Mistopheles? Oh, oh. Nope. Um, well, that, I mean, that could work. Um, if you trust a, uh, with child rat to deliver a message. Oh, yeah. 100%. Why wouldn't I? What logic am I going against right now? And also, we don't. There was a man with a tentacle face who That's just. That's a very valid point. <laughs> You know that that is very valid. Um, we also but, don't have a lot of options. Yes, it, it, I mean, if we could get a, a letter to them. Um, apparently, I was given the Red Benevix Forest or Benevix, um, and so if they could go there, I mean, we're going there, so that must be at least safe for now. Except for the insect. Yeah, that will be a pressing concern if we're going to lodge there for any amount of time. Oh, yeah, there's... I suppose that's bugs. right. Um, Elena, you're probably good at smushing bugs, right? Yes, very. That's what that's what the army basically is, right? Absolutely. More uh, exterminators? No, but, uh, like, you know, the, the it's a metaphor for the bugs are, like, people who rise up against the little king of every real sort of thing. You know, you go and squish him. You're doing your part. Well, I'm sure squad commander Helena has... I has... think the squad... We think we can drop the squad commander. I've definitely been dishonorably discharged. Much like your well, father. You... Oh, 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 oh. You're just kidding, well, your dad's dead. <laughs> He's my too. <laughs> I guess our fathers have been discharged from life, so there you go. Well, I'm I guess to roll uh, an animal handling check to see if I can get the rat to. Dude, need some help. My point is probably that, that Tilda does that. You're not uh, you're not using animal messenger or anything. You're just I don't just have animal try. messenger. Okay, okay. Just Who do you sure. think I am? I'm a level also, one warlock. Chaz, for a very brief moment, I thought that you were using animal handling on Helena or Abaddon yes. or something. Yes. I was like, yeah. Valid, I mean, but what? Technically correct. Technically I'm trying correct. to calm the animal that's within you, the soldier, the beast within you. Good <laughs> luck with that one. Well, I went ahead and rolled animal handling, and I got a dirty 20. So. Nice. Ooh, with a dirty 20. What does the message say first? Uh, I guess we'll we'll take a second. I'll just kind of put my longsword underneath my arm to still get some light. Um, here, and... here. Well... Tilda kind of puts her torch nope. around. Nope. <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's my here sword. You here you go. Okay, okay. <laughs> Um, I can just hold it for you, Quincy, just like above your head, so you can read. There are like a lamp. four other people here. No one touches a man's sword. Um. Anyway, right. 
I, I put the okay. put the uh, the the piece of paper from my diplomat's pack on uh, against the wall of the sewer um, and start writing out um, a message. Actually, let me pull this up. Uh, to Genevieve Durand, to Rosalind Durand, and to Percy Durand. What about Duran Duran? Duran Duran uh, will be my second letter. And it says, things in Everill are not as they seem and are no longer safe. If you are able, meet me in the Red Benefix Forest as soon as possible. Get out. Um, and then just sign it, uh, the minstrel. Oh, is it your time of the month? <laughs> wow. Minstrel. read or understand any languages that are not as common to the area, just in case it gets intercepted? Uh, not as common to the area? Um, no. Cool. That would have been a good idea, Tilda. That was a good idea. No, we, we all are fluent in Elvish, um, but that's kind of the second language here, so. We all speak Elvish, I know. <clears throat> does, right. does literally everyone speak did, did, Elvish? Yeah, that, that was my I question. Think, yeah. Does literally yeah. everybody speak yeah. Elvish? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow, everyone yeah. is having their heads. I hope I speak Elvish. Well. I, I am speak five languages. Six? Well, the... <clears throat> the only other one that I know is is halfling, but I don't think that they know that one. Um, anyway, primordial. So, Helena, I gotta ask, and don't take this the wrong way, because I mean it with the utmost respect. Why serve in the military? Hmm. Because the army was the uh, lesser of two evils. What was the other evil? Um, a path that I didn't choose for myself. So the army? No, I chose the army. Oh, what was the other one? What specifics? <clears throat> My mother was a courtesan. Oh, that's awesome. Mine wasn't, but because she was a whore. But, you know, tomato, tomato. My mother was a courtesan, and um, the expectation for lots of the more attractive brothel brats was that we would train and we would take on the profession of our parents. And the night before my 16th birthday, I went, no, thank you, and left for the army. Ah, okay. You know... That courtesans, that's more of the that's more of the hoity toities, right? Yes, which is why it would make sense that my father would be a king. I mean, that's what I'm saying, because my you know what, you know, my father's a king too, and my mom I mean yes, she was see, okay. she was high class. She was high class, don't get me wrong. Buddy, but, it makes know. sense that our father is a king, our mothers were whores. But Abbot Durand? Fair to be fair, I mean, we don't know what their mothers did on the side. Now, I'm just a, a second. Halfling. I don't know how this any of this works out. Y'all are way taller than me. And completely different species. So, 
Can someone buddy, explain to me how I even exist? I mean, well, I think buddy, that, that was a little bit out of line, your part. I'm sorry, but I'm just saying, like, if it was me and I was the thousand year king, I would want to find out if the Renovars had sticks so far up their butt, too, that I would go and find one to find out. That's probably where Abaddon came from. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure if I spawned from Parthenogenesis, but it's a good theory. Um, what? <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> I'm a priest. I spend a lot of time reading books and drinking yeah, wine. Exactly. Abaddon. Abaddon, do me a favor, buddy. Make mm-hmm. a history roll. Natural 20. Ooh. No way. Way to go. Um, With your natural 20, you recall hearing some sort of stories that Avera could shape change into nearly any race within Bardu. That's a pretty big, like, story. <laughs> if I recall properly, the former King of Era could change his shape at will to nearly anything. So he turned into a halfling? Guess if my mom was hot. That's just, I mean, my that. mom was How hot. Many other, how many other are we the only bastards with? Also, speaking of children... No. Do we actually think Herrick is his child? Eric's. Eric's. Excuse me. No, he, 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 his name doesn't deserve the respect. Say it wrong if you want. Hey, that's my little brother you're talking about. Are we sure though? Right. Yes. His, that... his mom disappeared. She was not here. Well, he had those eyes. What was with the eyes? Okay, it was like they were the same color as like all the smoke and stuff too, wasn't it? If I recall, yes. Yes. I just rolled really badly in my inside check and didn't get any there is, that. There is definitely a connection there. There's also the string of numbers that the priestess um, let out. I, I'm, I'm not really sure what they have to do with anything. Were they coordinates? That was my first thought. Are we near the... <laughs> Shouldn't we... you know, buddy? Yeah, I think... It's starting to smell... It smells less foul this way. As you all continue to walk through this, uh, you guys are about halfway through, but this is where we're going to call this episode um, just for time's sake. Thank you guys so much for listening. We're going to resume with more roleplay here in just a little bit. Tune in next time for the next episode of The Bastard Children of Everill and Unbarden Adventure. Hello, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you like what you've heard, you can always support us by liking, commenting, subscribing, rating us, and uh, telling your friends, and all the other things that people always ask for. You can also follow us on Instagram, at bardoon.adventures. That's B-A-R-D-U-N dot adventures. If you enjoyed the music featured in this podcast, you might consider supporting the creator, Troy Drinkard, by contributing to his Patreon at Drinkard the Bard. That's D-R-I-N-K-A-R-D, the Bard. Thank you so much for your support, and we'll see you next time.